Thanks so much for checking out this message from LifeGate Church. We hope that God uses this message to encourage you and help you grow deeper in your faith. Hello everyone and welcome. For those online, my name is Laura and I am the service pastor at our Preston's campus. And I am so excited to be sharing the news with you all today. God has really put something on my heart and he's been working in me for the past year and I really feel that he has asked me to come and bring this to you all today. So whip out your phones, whip out your Bibles, get ready to take notes because I want you engaged. Do our little finger warm up so you can type in the chat in the chat press those emojis let's do this together because i feel like what god has brought me is not just for your sunday but it is for your every day so i'm going to pray and then we're going to dive into the word and right now i want to pray lord i want to pray over psalm 119 Open my eyes to see the wonderful truths in your instructions. Lord, I pray that this message will touch people's lives, that their eyes will be open, that you will speak directly to them, God. I pray, Lord, that there will be a transformation and a renewal of their mind. In your powerful name, I pray this right now. Amen. Amen. Well, My husband, Alex, and I have been married for four and a half years. And as any married spouse would know, your spouse has this way of highlighting some of the weird and wacky things about you, as well as some of the room for improvement areas in your life. Well, one of the things that my husband thought it was necessary to bring to my attention was how... I never read instruction manuals. Now, I'm unsure if this was just a trait that I inherited or not. It's probably just a lack of patience. I mean, really, who has the desire to sit there and read the detailed pages back to back prior to using any product? Don't you just want to toss that instruction manual aside and use your iPhone, your new coffee machine, your new TV or tablet or blokes out there, your new power drill? Type it in the chat. I like to toss my instruction manual aside. (laughs) Or are you all instruction manual nerds? Type that in the chat. Take ownership of that. Well, Because of this little habit of mine, I have sometimes built furniture incorrectly, or better still, I have gotten halfway, become frustrated, and then I've waited for my husband, Alex, to come home and use his engineer brain and solve all my problems. And of course, he would gently ask me, so did you read the instruction manual? And I would give a half-hearted answer, yes, I skim read it. (laughs) But here is the real winner, friends. I realised how serious this little habit of mine was when at the end of last year, my clothes steamer stopped working. It turns out that the steamer required a regular descaling to remove any buildup of lime scale. Now, lime scale is a hard, chalky substance that often builds up in pipe work 
due to the evaporation of hard water. And hard water is a type of non-purified water. So for example, our tap water. And because I was using uh, our non-purified tap water and I had never done a descaling, the buildup of lime scale was so severe that it caused a blockage and it would no longer work. All of this because I had failed to read the instruction manual. Had I read the instructions, I would have given our close steamer its proper care. Had I read the instruction manual, I would have given it its regular descaling. There would have been no build-up of lime scale. It would have had a far greater lifespan and it would have fulfilled the purpose that it was created for. Yeah. Friends, we all have a build-up of metaphorical lime scale in our lives. This lime scale can be unhealthy habits, bad attitudes, selfishness, pride, laziness, the list goes on. And this lime scale in our lives can be summarized into one word, sin. And sin is what blocks us from living out the purpose that God has created for each one of our lives. But friends, I have good news. The Bible is God's instruction manual for our lives. And it shows us how to do a descaling. Now, some of you may have find it hard, shall I say, to hear me say that uh, the Bible is an instruction manual. You may have a negative association with the word, or maybe you're like me and you really don't like instruction manuals, or maybe you've been brought up believing that God is a distant and angry God, and he will strike you down with his lightning bolt if you do not follow his instructions. But friends, that is not true. The Bible is a love story where God sent his son to die for us and to bring us news that can help us find freedom and purpose. That is why it is called the good news. It shows us how to descale the sin from our lives so that we can each be the person that God created us to be instead of some blocked up chalky residue that fails to fulfill the purpose that we were created for. Amen. However, there is some not so good news. And that is that we still live in this world which is filled with sin. Its culture is not from God and it is not good for us. So while we must live in this world, we must not be like it. This world is like the hard water that I used in my clothes steamer. And if we are not careful and we do not regularly descale, the buildup of lime scale will begin to creep in. We'll begin to take hold of the unforgiveness, the fears and the anxieties of this world. We'll freak out like the rest of society and go stock up on a year's worth of toilet paper instead of just having assurance that God is in control and that we only take what we need and give generously to those that are in need. Amen. We can even begin to exhibit 
the lifestyles, the addictions, and the mindsets that society and culture encourages and expects of us when God has created you for so much more. Now, I've spoken of the words freedom and purpose, but but what does this actually look like in our lives? Freedom. You would have freedom from fear, from addiction, anger, unforgiveness, shame, guilt, materialism, and purpose. What does it look to be purposeful? Purposeful in knowing God. We would have purpose in knowing his word, having purpose in worshiping him, being generous. You have purpose when you're serving others, when you're loving people, honoring parents. You have purpose when you care for your family. What mother needs to hear that today? Type it in the chat. That's me. Friends, I want you to take a moment right now and to examine your own life. Do any of these stand out to you or resonate with you? Are you living a worldly lifestyle where you're just seeking the next thing to find a temporary thrill? Instead of chasing after the presence of God who is our source of joy? Or are you giving into the worldly mindset of comparison where you think that your value and worth is only when you compare yourself and your life appears greater than someone else. The hard and real truth is this. We all need a descaling, otherwise we will become blocked. It is so easy for the sin in this world to creep into our lives and the more worldly we become, the more lime scale we'll have, the more blocked up we are and it prevents us from having that freedom and that purpose that Jesus has for each and every one of us. This is why we need to value and respect his word instead of considering it unimportant or unnecessary like I did with my clothes steam manual. It is also why Jesus spent so much time teaching his word. He knew that it says in Romans 12 too, that the renewing of our minds comes from, uh, sorry, our transformation, shall I say, comes from the renewing of our minds. And it was sharing this good news that made up the majority of his ministry before he went to the cross. No matter whether you're in a relationship with Jesus or not today, friends, we all need a regular descaling to truly function the way God designed and intended for us. 2 Timothy 3.16 says that all scripture is God-breathed and useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. This sounds like good news to me. Friends, those of you that are online, God's word is good for us. 
And so I want to ask you all a question today. How good is the good news to you? Where does it fall on your list of priorities each day? And just how closely are you following his instructions? Let's all turn together to Mark chapter 6, verses 30 to 34. If you've been journeying with us for a little while here at LifeGate, you would know that we've been going through a series about Jesus and encountering Jesus through the Gospels. And today I'm going to be looking at a very well-known Bible story where Jesus feeds more than 5,000 people. But that's not what I want to focus on today. I want to focus on what happened before the miracle. I really want to hone in on where the good news sat on Jesus' priorities list and why our priorities should be aligned with our greatest teacher, model, and shepherd. So if you have your Bibles, whip that out right now. Take a moment to examine your own life for a moment. Do any of these stand out or resonate to you? Are you chasing after the next thing, just trying to seek a temporary thrill instead of pursuing and chasing after the presence of God who is your source of joy? Or do you give in to the worldly mindset of comparison and you only believe that you have any value or worth in this life if your life appears greater than others? The heart and the real truth is this. We all need a descaling, otherwise we will become blocked. It is so easy to have the sin of this world creep into our lives. And the more worldly we become, the more built up of limescale we will have, the more blocked we will become. And it blocks us from having that freedom and that purpose that Jesus has for our lives. This is why we need to value and respect his word instead of considering it unnecessary or unimportant like I did with my closed steamer manual. It is also why Jesus spent so much time sharing the news during his ministry. He knew that it's as it says in Romans 12:2 that our transformation comes from the renewing of our minds. And it was sharing the good news that made up the majority of his ministry before he went to the cross. No matter whether you are in a relationship with Jesus or not today, we all need our descaling in order to fulfill the purpose that God created us. 2 Timothy 3.16 says that all Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. This sounds like good news to me, friends. God's word is good for us. Type it in the chat, friends. God's word is good for us. And so I want to ask you all a question today. How good is the good news to you? Where does it fall on your list of priorities each day? And just how closely are you following his instructions? So let's all turn to Mark chapter 6, verses 30 to 34. 
For those who have been journeying with us online these past few weeks, we have been going through a Bible series called Encountering Jesus Through the Gospels. And I want to look at a very well-known Bible story in the Bible where Jesus performs this amazing miracle and feeds more than 5,000 people. But that is not what I want to focus on today. I want to focus on what happens before the miracle. I really want to look at where the good news was on Jesus' priorities list, and I want to look at why our priorities should be aligned with our greatest model, leader, and shepherd. The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all that they had done and taught. Then, because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. But many who saw them leaving recognized them and ran on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. Friends, hear me when I say this. We need the good news because we are lost without it. All throughout the Bible, Scripture speaks on how God's people are lost without a leader, like sheep without a shepherd. Friends, shepherds look after their sheep. Sheep need a shepherd. A shepherd protects them from any predators. A shepherd leads their sheep to their source of food and water. And a shepherd keeps them and their flock from wandering off into danger. Now, being lost does not mean someone who doesn't yet know Jesus. Even if you're a Christian today, you too can be lost. You can be lost in your job and you just feel like you're going out the day-to-day motions, really feeling like you're not achieving anything purposeful in your day. You could be lost in your marriage or your relationship and you have absolutely no hope or no idea on how to mend it. You may be feeling lost in your lack of hope for anything good or meaningful to happen in your life. Or, friends, you may be feeling lost in your relationship with Jesus. You just don't have that certainty that God is real or he is who the Bible says he is. If you call yourself a follower of Jesus today, then Jesus is your shepherd who protects you, who provides you with what you need, and he guides you from wandering off into danger. This world is full of distractions, temptations, and deceptions. And it is all too easy for us to wander off astray from his narrow path. The thing about Lyme scale is that it is often unseen. It's hidden in all the pipework, and we realise that it's not even there. We have no clue that it's been building up until it gets so severe that your pipe gets blocked or your pipe bursts, 
and all the lime scale and the grit and grime splashes and blows up over everyone else around you. Can anyone else relate? Type it in the chat. I can relate. Hashtag mum life. (laughs) Friends, no matter where you stand with Jesus today, we can all be lost in life. And Jesus has compassion for all the lost. I believe it was one of his main motivations for bringing the good news, to give direction, to give purpose, to give wisdom to the lost and equip us with his good instructions so that we can descale our lives and walk in the freedom and the purpose that he is offering us. We need the good news because we are lost without it. About 10 years ago, I was lost, and my pipe was very, very blocked. I had a relationship with Jesus, but he nor his word were not a priority in my life. I was dating someone who didn't follow Jesus, and I was living a life that did not honor God. It was also a time when I had been diagnosed with depression. I did not realize how much Lyme scale I had in my life, and for years it had been creeping in without me even realizing. All the insecurities, the hurt, the unforgiveness, the lies about my worth. And it wasn't until I heard a sermon by a pastor named Robert Ferguson that I realized that I had a blocked pipe. He was talking on a a subject about sexual immorality and how it wasn't good for us and how we really needed to be looking towards God's good news and his instructions for our lives. And friends, let me tell you, I was sitting there a few rows down from the front, arms folded, completely blocked off, and in my head I was thinking, I do not like this preacher one bit. (laughs) And I laugh right now thinking of that because that mindset that I had was really because he was exposing all of the line scale, the sin that I had in my life, uh, the sin that came from filling myself up with all the hard water of this world. And I can laugh now because I actually really love that preacher. (laughs) Friends, that mindset that I had was because of the fact that he had exposed my lime scale, my sim, and I didn't like it. Friends, I did not like that it had been exposed. I didn't like that I had a blocked pipe. And I didn't like that in order to find the freedom that deep down I was so desiring to have, I needed to do something about it. I needed to change. I needed to rearrange my priorities. Friends, I chose to descale. But I'm going to be transparent with you and I'm going to let you know that it was not easy. It was hard. There were growing pains. I needed to look at what was built up on the inside. I needed to seek professional help. I needed to be willing to work on many things, which included unforgiveness, suppressed anger, hurt, the list goes on. 
I needed to have a hard conversation with my boyfriend at the time instead of remaining ignorant. I needed to make a choice as to whether I was going to live a life that honored God or date someone who did not. I needed to set boundaries in my life, friends, and I needed to release control to God so that he could come and work inside me. This massive descaling, friends, it took time, but I got there and I chose to do it and I found freedom and I found purpose. The good news led me out of my lost situation. I am so immensely grateful for how powerfully God spoke into my lost situation through Robert Ferguson all those years ago. And just like we read in this Bible story in Mark chapter 6, Jesus is willing to put a pause on his agenda to speak into your lost situation. His priority is bringing the good news into your lost situation. Are you willing like the crowd that gathered around Jesus to receive it? Are you willing to read the good news? Are you willing to allow it to change your mindsets and your attitudes and your priorities? Maybe you're listening to this and you don't really know who Jesus is. Or maybe you have been in a relationship with Jesus, but you're feeling a little lost in it. Are you willing to go on the journey with someone through foundations and either discover or rediscover who Jesus is and why the good news is good for you? Are you willing to descale those fears, those doubts that are blocking you from all that God wants to do for you and through you? The second thing I want to highlight with you all today is that we need to prioritize the good news. Now, if you're familiar with this Bible story in Mark chapter 6, you'll know that after uh, Jesus sharing the good news with the crowd, he then goes to perform an amazing miracle where he multiplies five loaves of bread and two fish into, to feed thousands of people. But that's not what I want to focus on, friends. I want to focus on how Jesus did not jump straight into performing a miracle. He began teaching them many things. He first brought the good news before he miraculously multiplied food for thousands. Now, I'm sure that there were many people in that gathered crowd who were secretly hoping to either experience or witness one of his miracles. I know I would. But his priority was bringing the good news. Jesus did not start his ministry until he was around 30 years old. So let's go back to the very beginning. Now, there's not very many scripture references that um, share with us what he was doing during those years leading up to uh, his ministry. So we're going to just go looking at contextual historical information. And Jesus would have been like most Jewish boys who would have been from an early age studying and learning to read and recite the scriptures. We at least know that he was definitely doing this by the age of 12 because in Luke chapter 2, 41 to 52, Jesus's parents lose him. And he is discovered days later in the temple of Jerusalem where he is listening and asking questions to the rabbis. Friends, 
Jesus prioritized God's word and he spent those years, I believe, leading up to his ministry in God's presence, equipping himself so that he could then come and equip us. Jesus prioritized the good news in his life and so we should be doing the same. If Jesus had prioritized performing miracles during his ministry, he would have healed many people like he did, but all of those people would have remained lost and the, the lime scale would have continued to build up and creep up in their lives. And I'm telling you, friends, there would be no good news to then equip and send out those disciples to share the gospel into all of the nations and we would not have it today. This is because even though a miracle of multiplication of food, turning water into wine, or some physical healings are absolutely incredible ways that God demonstrates his power and blesses us, these miracles don't help us descale the buildup of sin in our lives. Descaling happens when we delve into his word, his good news, and we apply it to our lives. So friends, I want to challenge you all today to actively engage into his good news, his instruction manual. And when you do this, you may just be surprised at how he uses his word to bring a transformation, a miracle transformation of the renewing of your mind. Friends, all those years ago when I had depression and I was lost and my pipe was blocked, I remember laying in my bed, crying out to God, please heal me, heal me from this pain and this loneliness. But friends, even though I know that he can do this, I believe that he did a more powerful transformation by me getting deep reading his word and doing a descaling. I would not be the woman that I am today. I would not have the resilience, the perseverance. I wouldn't have him as a priority in my life had he just given me an instant miracle on the spot. So, allow that transformation of the renewing of your mind to help you find the freedom from your past and from your addictions and from your unhealthy thinking, and to give you a purpose for your life. So yes, we all have lime scale in our lives because we live in a world filled with sin, and we all fall short of God's perfect standards. We get angry when we shouldn't. We don't forgive when we should. We act selfishly. We entertain thoughts that don't honor God. <laughs> and all of this prevents us from fulfilling the purpose that God has created each of us for. But, yes, amen, there is a but. Amen. Type it in the chat, friends. But <laughs> we have an instruction manual which is filled with good news to help us descale. Everything you will ever need can be found in God and through his word. But you need to descale and you need to do it regularly to break free from your past and from your addictions and whatever else it is that's holding you back so you can live purposefully in all that God is wanting to do through you and for you. So, I'm going to ask you again, how good is the good news to you? I want us to take 30 seconds just to stop and think about what needs to be discaled from your life.
Maybe it's doubt that's blocking you from realizing that the good news really is good. Maybe God didn't answer a prayer that the way you wanted him to, and so you've just realized, yeah, God can't really help me. Maybe you've become distracted from all the distractions and the, the other things in this world that scream at you, and so God and his word has no longer become a top priority for you. Just take 30 seconds right now to ask God what it is that you need to descale in your life. Here at LifeGate, we not only just listen to the good news, we take action and we apply it to our lives. So what are our take actions today? You've already been equipped with the greatest tool you could ever have, the Bible. But me simply just saying, go and read your Bible, is one of the most vaguest and unhelpful things I could possibly say to you. So let's get practical. Number one, Dust off your Bible. Friends, type it in the chat. Yeah, my Bible's got a bit of dust on it. Dust it off. Download that Bible app. We have an incredible resource called YouVersion. It is free. Friends, we are in a point of history where we have the greatest tools to be able to access the Word of God. There are looking at resources Look at your resources, and if you don't know what they are, ask a friend. These are my top ones. Devotionals, you can find them in the Bible app. There's the Bible Project. We have podcasts. We have audio Bibles. Mums, I'm going to challenge you right now. If you say, no, I can't have time with God because I can't sit there and have 10 minutes of quiet time, excuse. Girlfriend, use your audio Bible. That is my life right now. I do it while I'm doing the dishes. If my little one's crying and whinging, I'm listening to it because God can do something incredibly powerful through anything, and he can do it through an audio Bible. Worship music, play it in the background. You'll be surprised how much joy and freedom you can have in your life just by playing some worship in the background. TV series, Christian channels, and there's also the Alpha course, and you can find that for free on YouTube. Number three, life groups. Friends, if you don't know what a life group is, this is a time where we gather as a smaller community from our different campuses, and we do it fortnightly. This is a safe place where you can ask questions, where we learn and we, we, we talk about the Bible, and we can talk about how it can be good in our lives, how we can do descaling. It's a great place to hold yourself accountable. And if you're not part of a life group and that is something you want to do, type it in the chat. I want to join a life group. And if you're scared of putting that in the chat and what other people are thinking about you, if someone's there going, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm, I'm telling you, friends, that is just a great indication that they have something in their life to descale. So do not worry about that. Number four, do the journey. Ask someone, go through foundations. Find a mature Christian who's willing to take you on that journey. 
And number five, share the good news. If God's word is already a priority in your life and you've got some squeaky clean pipe work, then although you still need to be doing your regular descaling, it's obvious that you know how good the word of God is in your life. So now I encourage and I challenge you to use all of the above tools to journey with someone else and share the good news. Friends, this past week was the memorial of my Uncle Ross's death. And although his title was uncle, our relationship was a father-daughter one. And it was a very sudden death. He was still quite young and it completely rocked and shocked our family to the core. And if I'm to be completely transparent with you, this, this time in my life has been one of the, the hardest, most traumatic experience that my husband and my family have ever been through. And this is just without even going through a pandemic. But it has also been a time of deeply pressing into God, into his word, and seeking him and being intentional on seeing him in the midst of the mess. Now, if you've been journeying with us and a part of the LifeGate family for some time now, then you would have heard our senior pastor, Nathan, talk about having one person in your life that you're intentional with, someone that you can share the good news with. Well, friends, my uncle was it. He was my one person. I would stop and I'd think to myself, who is one person that I would be devastated to not have in heaven with me? He was it, friends. And a week leading up to his death, I remember thinking to myself, why haven't I shared the good news to him? He's, he loves me and he is the most safest person that I could share it with. And then a week later, he died. Friends, I don't know to this day what is more painful. The fact that his death was so final or the fact that I did not share the good news with him. And friends, I have been so challenged by this ordeal. It has challenged me so much. It's, it's been what's propelled me in an underlying catalyst of bringing this message with you all today. It has shifted my priorities. Friends, I have been so challenged by this because if I truly believed that this good news that Jesus brought was good, then why was I not sharing it? And no, I do not mean shoving it down people's throat. <laughs> I do not mean condemning people with it. And I do not mean, after this lockdown is finished, taking a box to the side of the road, standing up on it and scaring people with it. No, friends, sharing it. Jesus had compassion on the lost, and so he shared the good news. Friends, I want to encourage you to see where the good news is on your priorities list. 
Because once you truly recognize how good the good news is in your life, you would see how much freedom and purpose it has brought into your life that you wouldn't want anyone else to miss out on the exact same thing. And you would not hold back the way I did with my uncle. You have the same compassion that Jesus had for the lost, and you would share it to anyone who is willing to listen. So, I want to say it again one more time. How good is the good news to you? And friends, if this is the first time that you've ever heard who Jesus is and you want to know more, or maybe you've been in a relationship with Jesus, but you felt so lost, but you're willing to give him another go, you want to make him a priority in your life, then type it in the chat. I want to know more. And you're just feeling a little bit nervous and you don't want to do that, you can click on the button there that says, prayer. I would like to request some prayer and you can privately do the journey one on one. So let's pray, friends. Father, thank you for this news that you've brought. Thank you that it is so good for our lives. Father, I pray that today you will stir within each and every one of us here and online what it is that we need to descale in our lives, Lord. Speak to us so powerfully, Lord. I pray that as people begin to reevaluate where your word is and their priorities each day, Lord, I pray that you will reveal to them gently what it is that they need to do, Lord. And I pray for your powerful transformation over their life, Lord. In your powerful name, I give this to you. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It was such a pleasure to be able to share this with you. Hey, if you want to jump on and and join our community for morning tea, then the link will come up for the Zoom morning tea just below. Bless you, friends. Thanks so much for checking out this message. LifeGate Church has people meeting in person and online in many different locations, and we'd love to help you get connected. My name is Andrew and I lead our online team here at LifeGate Church and it's our job to do exactly that. We'd love to support you, help you get connected and find out how you can take your next steps. So why don't you head to lifegate.org.au slash online and we'd love to find out more about you and how we can serve you as a church. Thanks for checking out this message and we'll catch you soon.